Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Well, hello and good day, marvelous citizens of planet Earth. What a privilege and honor to be with you again today. I hope that wherever you are in the world hearing this, that you're doing amazing, and I'm sending you all of my love, appreciation, and support through the airwaves. We have another tremendous episode of the show for you today. We have the incredible Jackie Woodside on, and we are talking about how to design your life and live your legacy. This is a fantastic episode. It is full of practical wisdom and insights to create your life on purpose and by design. So some of the things we cover are why you live your life by design or by default. How do we live a meaningful life? Why everything is energy, doing uh, legacy work, making the changes necessary to change, how to constitute your being how you want to experience yourself in the goal, distinguishing between purpose and mission, the best you, best thing you can do to enhance your productivity, why a to-do list is a setup for failure and a, and a way to create it differently um, and why your goals become your schedule. And this is just a fraction of what we cover. These are some of the show notes. It's really an action-packed episode. I know that you're going to love it. If you do enjoy it, please take a screenshot, share on Instagram. Let me know where you're listening. It helps so much. Tag me at Matt Belair. Tag Jackie at Jackie Woodside. Let us know if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or what you loved about the show. Um, if you want to support the show, that would be fantastic. You can do it with a share. We'd really appreciate that. You can do it by leaving a review in iTunes. Thank you so much for those of you guys who have done that. It helps with the algorithms. Please leave a review in iTunes. And if you want, you can support on Patreon. That helps so much by just tossing a buck in the bucket. All of my patrons have saved my butt, have allowed me to do this podcast the last six months um it definitely doesn't pay all the bills but what it does is allow me to uh at least keep it going and figure it out in other ways because it is a lot of time and energy to put into this thing so thank you guys you have saved my butt and i want to thank jacob nina and lisa thank you guys so much for supporting and all my patrons it really is appreciated uh the best thing that you can do if you want to support this show is do one kind act in the world wherever you are even better do three kind acts take the kind this challenge do three kind acts a day go out of your way to do it and don't tell anybody about each and every kind act you do like you're bragging um, resist the urge to tell everybody um, and that is the kindness challenge and i invite all of you guys to take it if you do let me know how it went and what you liked about it for those of you guys who are interested in coaching and you're in a life transition or you're really serious about uncovering your life purpose, you want to break through these limitations, this confusion, get a clear direction, and you want to live your life by design on purpose and design it mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, let me know. Hit me up, Matt, at zenathlete.com. I'm going to give you the tools, the systems, and strategies that have worked for 
many people, many of my personal clients, but also these are a lot of the tools and strategies that I have learned from great teachers, from great wisdom schools, and combining them in the most practical ways to give you results. Some of my clients have written books already. Some of them have started their own podcasts, and we are getting tremendous results. So you just need to be ready to do the work. If you're ready to do the work, then we're good. If not, then you want to wait until you are because it does require your effort. And so if you want to do that, go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching, and I will happily help you out. As well, if you're interested in me speaking to your team, you want some personal training, or you want me to do a workshop for your group or a, a set of individuals, if you love the podcast, you have a fan club or something like that, some people have been reaching out, I'm happy to do that. So just send me an inquiry, matt at zenathlete.com, and we'll figure out a way to hang out and educate and do uh, a lot of cool things. And I think that wraps up everything for this episode. I do want to make an announcement that there's going to be a premium membership 2020 in January. I've taken a lot of feedback. I'm going into the next level of this and figuring out how I can coach more people, how I can create more content. And so there's going to be a premium membership. There's going to be some courses and things like that. I'm in the process of designing those and kind of flushing it out. So make sure you head over to mattbelair.com and sign up for the email list to stay up to date. And so that when anything new comes out, you are ready for it. And uh, it's going to be awesome. And if you have any feedback, anything you want me to create in courses, anything you want me to do in the podcast, any feedback at all, please let me know. Facebook, Instagram, email, whatever. I love hearing from you guys because I'm doing this show for you and would love and I honor your feedback. So that is it. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Let's get into it by coming to a state of peace and coherence. Wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly, filling every cell, every muscle, and every fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, enthusiasm, inspiration, and ready to take on this absolutely amazing episode with my friend, Jackie Woodside. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is a best-selling author, TEDx speaker, radio and television personality, and seminar leader who is passionate about the expanding of the edge of human potential. She has written two bestsellers, Calming the Chaos, A Soulful Guide to Managing Your Energy Rather Than Your Time, and Time for a Change, Essential Skills for Mastering the Inevitable. She was featured alongside Jack Canfield, Don Miguel Ruiz, on Wake Up TV show in 2015. She provides custom training programs, workshops, and keynote speeches for businesses, government and nonprofit organizations, spiritual centers, and national organizations around the country. Welcome back to the show, my friend, Jackie Woodside. Hey, dude, glad to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you back on the show. Uh, we had you the first time. Uh, people had really great feedback. I loved it because you know everything you were saying was on point. Uh, you're really an expert in your field. You were kind enough to send me your book, Calming the Chaos. Uh, thanks, dude. Um, I got into your email list and was looking at everything you put out. And um, what I like about it, what I like about personal development and self-help and any of that is that if I want to learn something, I want the technique that works. Yeah. And the way that you're able to share 
um, your experience and your knowledge is very practical. And for me, yeah. that's what I like fluff and story is good. We need story about why it works. But for yeah. me, if I want to get stronger, just tell me what I need to do. If yeah. I want to be able to concentrate or be more productive, tell me what I need to do. And even your money vibe challenge, um, you know, studying the law of attraction and mindset and all these different things, it's all practical takeaways. So um, we've stayed in touch and I really appreciate your work. So thank you for coming on the show and uh, yeah, let's just get into it. Yeah, I, I love it. So um, yeah, I really appreciate that, Matt. That, that is what everybody says about my work, that I take these kind of very esoteric, you know, uh, deeply spiritual or philosophical principles and just make them deadpan pr- uh, practical. So I guess that's my superpower, <laughs> um, probably because I need everything, you know, kind of dumbed down and simplified so that I can make it uh, applicable to my life. And uh, I mean, that's really my, my commitment is to, to take these really important kind of energetic principles and make them uh, just so anybody can use them like right now, today, how can I make a difference? Yeah. And you have an amazing background. Like you've done a lot of work in psychology and in different fields. You, most people write, you know, a book and some people write many books, but you do whole entire training programs for all of these different uh, aspects, which are a lot uh, more challenging than, than a book. There's a lot more information. There's a lot more feedback from the participants. Um, and then that's a real great way to test the theory. You know, if I want to make somebody a better athlete and, uh, or stronger or, uh, help them with meditation and and feel better, right. I want to feel better throughout the day because I'm not happy or I'm always frustrated. You know, if I, if I give a tool or technique like meditation, what's the feedback, how much do they improve, um, each and every day. So when you're live in workshop, I realized that, that feedback that you get, you can refine those skills, yeah. you can refine those techniques to a, to a high degree. So um, you're working on a lot, you do a lot of things, but right now one of your top things is life design. And I love that because um, pretty much when I'm talking about coaching or whatever, um, that's what I am asking people to do, life design, not just in what you're going to uh, embody with your career, but mental, emotional, spiritual. And I know that you have laid it out even more detailed than that. So I'd love for you to uh, start with that and, and speak on that. What is life design to you? Sure. Yeah, thanks for asking. So I say that in, in life design that people are either living their life one of two ways, and they're probably not aware of it. But I say you're either living by design or what most people are living is what I call by default. And what I mean by that is just like, you know, you do your thing like, oh, okay, okay I, got, I went to high school and I did that. And, oh, okay, now I go to college. Oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, now I got the career. Oh, okay, I did that. Oh, now I get the spouse. Oh, I did that. Oh, now I get the next spouse, you know? <laughs> and, and people just kind of go on with this pattern of living and with, without really stopping to think like, wait a minute. And usually somewhere around, you know, late 30s to mid 40s, people wake up and be like, wait a minute, like whose life is this anyway? How did I get here? What happened to me? Like, who am I? Where am I going? And what's this all about? So life design actually addresses that uh, to, to catch people when they're in that living by default phase. And, and what I mean by that is just kind of unconsciously going with the flow. It's not like people have a bad life. People, you know, can create really great lives by default, but it's still not based in what I say in life design, who you came here to be, what you came here to do, to deliver. So my most life coaching programs start with like, okay, what do you want? What's the barrier to getting you there? And we're going to remove those blocks and barriers and then you'll have what you want. Well, let me tell you, I was a therapist for 30 years. I've been a coach for 27. Honest to God, Matt, most people can't start there because the answer to what do you want is so culturally ingrained in us 
you know, if you go to a vision board workshop, right, everybody's vision board kind of looks the same. It's like the hot body, the great car, the beautiful house and the hot partner, you know, like it's kind of that. And we've been spoon fed this notion of what it means to lead. I, I, I don't know, to lead like the ideal life. Life design is about leading a meaningful life. Right. So we, in life design, we don't start with the question of what do you want? That actually comes about midway through the life design process. Because before you answer the question, what do I want? You have to answer the question, who am I? Why am I here? What do I care about? What am I willing to commit my life to? So that then the what do I want actually has a ground of being to be established in. So that to me is life design in more than two sentences, but kind of in a nutshell. That's, a, that's amazing. And it is really the foundation if you want to live a meaningful life. You know, you can um, acquire things. And that's, you know, if you look at the ancient spiritual texts like the Vedas or something, that a lot of the time they'll say getting out of materialism. Not like it's necessarily bad. It's just a degree. If yeah. you look at people who are only going around to acquire cars and acquire money, and that's their main goal, not necessarily yeah. bad, but their level of happiness, their level of fulfillment, their level of right. joy in life, their level of yeah. inspiration. Like Richard Branson's a great example because he has tons and tons of money, but he is so happy. He's just like, there's no difference between work and play. It's all living. And so is that possible to create? How do we find that? But we have to get to the meat and potatoes first of who we are, how we want to express, how we want to live. And I think Jesse... I think it's, I can't remember his last name. It's like Itzler or something like that. He, he did a course recently that was like, uh, you know, your bucket list. He, he's, he's very, very successful and he sees a lot of successful people. So he did a program of just like, this is your bucket list. You know, what do you want to, what do you want to do? What's your life bucket list beyond just the acquiring of material things and stability and comfort? So what I wanted to ask for that step one is, is it as simple as asking those questions? Because people, when I'm working with people and I say, you know, what is it that you want? And I learned this at my first Burning Man, um, because it's such a crazy environment at Burning Man. What happens very, very quickly is you just want to know how the person is. How are you? Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Canada. You know, I'm from here. That's great. Like, how are you? Like, how is life outside of this craziness? And most people are living, as you put it, like by default, you know, they're just kind of going around and it's okay. It's kind of how their circumstances have gone together from culture, from schooling and what's happening. Very few people are living on purpose. And then when you ask them, what, what do they want? They're not exactly sure. So how, is it as simple as asking those questions or do you have a process for diving deeper on understanding who we are, what we prefer, and then how do we then begin to move towards that? Because it was shocking how very few people ask them, you know? Yeah, right. ask those questions. Yeah. So yeah, no, there's definitely a process. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's a step-by-step formula that walks people through these, these questions. And not only is it a process, but it's kind of a philosophy as well. So it's both a process and a philosophy. The philosophy is that everything in life is energy. Your energy, I'm energy. Our energies are similar. We have a similar vibe. Therefore, we attract one another. Not like we want to hop in bed. Not that kind of attract. Although you're kind of cute, but whatever. Um, Kidding. (laughs) Love you. Love your your spot, your partner. Um, But, you know, not that kind of attract, but you and I think alike. We believe the same thing. So we are attracted to one another in a vibratory pattern. So the philosophy that everything in life is energy and that we came into this lifetime with a certain energetic impulse that needs to be fulfilled upon both through how we think and believe 
and then how we behave, and then the choices that we make with the life force energy that we've been given. So there's a philosophy that there is a who you came here to be, and that through this process of discernment, you get to figure out what that is, and then commit your life to it. Like that, that's what I'm committing my life to being, no matter what my external circumstances are. So the process is starting very, very, I mean, to me, it's very simple, but it's not easy, I guess. It's a very simple process. We start with evaluating what does your current life look like? What are your blind spots? You cannot change what you cannot see. So we do a deep, deep dive into the current structure of your life, 150 items that we review on a, on a checklist and then other, that's just one inventory, really looking at how have I designed my life so far unconsciously? What's working, what's not? Uh, my finances, my relationships, my health, my physical environment, my career, my life balance. We do this deep dive inquiry into how have I designed my life? Because what's underneath that, how you've designed your life unconsciously, are the beliefs that you have about life itself. So one of the things that life design brings after you go through all of these steps of discerning who I am, who I came here to be, and where I'm going to go, given that, is what needs to shift in your life so that you have a different experience of life is your consciousness, your energetic consciousness. And so at the end of the program, I'll go back to the beginning because I know that's what you want to hear. But at the end of the program, what we teach people is, this is great. This is who you are. This is what you value. This is who you came here to be. This is where you're going with your life. But if you don't change your beliefs and emotions and attitudes and thoughts, none of that's going to matter. So that's the other real distinct factor of life design is it, change, it teaches you how to elevate your energetic consciousness because the whole philosophy of life design is everything is energy. So yes, there are steps and there's a process. It begins with this assessment, deep dive, look at what your life is so that we can extract what limiting beliefs that you have, how you see life itself. And then from there, it's a simple process of inventories, co coaching and questioning of what are, your, what are the values that you want your life to be based on? This is legacy work. And I say, what do you want you know, the people standing around that six foot hole when you're in it? What do you want people saying about you? So it's not just, oh, what do I value? It's much deeper than that. So we go there, and then from that, we take those core values and turn it into a statement of being. So uh, some people call that your mission statement. Uh, so we create a statement of being. And then from there, we move into, given that this is what I value and this is who I am, <clears throat> how do I want to create my life over the next three to five years? That's the, what do I want? What's the vision statement? But it's not just pulling this, what do I want out of thin air? It's grounded and based in your values and your mission. And then I teach people how to take that vision, translate it into goals, how to take those goals, translate those into daily actions. That's my Calming the Chaos book, which teaches people that productivity piece. That's, see, that's amazing. That's why we're friends. Right. That's and then all of that gets grounded in there's <laughs> something else that we have to fulfill when we're doing all of our worksheets and inventories and life design. And it's you have to discern what way of being are you going to engage these goals with? So it's not just, I'm going to, oh, you know, I've got to go, uh, you know, start my own podcast. What, cause you can do that. Like, oh shit, man, podcasts are like so much work. How am I going to get all this done? I don't really know anything about it. Right. You can take it on with that energy, that way of being. So in life design, we have people determine what's your way of being going to be for this goal in advance. It's like, think of the goal. Think about how do you want to experience yourself in that goal? Cause goals are not the point. 
What the point is, is to raise your consciousness, elevate your vibe, because that makes the goals happen so much more quickly and easily. Things show up and life just starts emerging around you to support you when you're living in that high vibratory pattern of clarity, hope, optimism, you know, strength, and just, just uh, gut level clarity about this is who I am, so don't mess with me. That's amazing. See, I'm going to say it again. This is why we are friends and you're back in the show because we've had uh, a few conversations on the phone. I always like talking to you and you seem to have an ability to go to a very core level of depth. I don't know if there's, there's probably deeper layers somewhere, but you know, very few people will talk about legacy work and I'll phrase it in a different way. It's, you know, I'll just say, and you know, and i and I factor this out through having the podcast and through doing my own work and, and speaking to experts. But the, the way that I phrase it is just what's something that's so meaningful to you that you would spend the rest of your life doing. It's more like a direction. It's not just an outcome and then that's it. But what you're able to do is it's that idea, but you've been working with people for so long, you're able to categorize it, uh, use really quality analogies, and then give the processes of the building blocks to get there. And so that's so great. And, and the other thing you touched on that that is not touched on a lot and is so important. And I'm realizing, as you say it, that I can do a lot better at this. How do I want to engage in the experience of the goal? Who do I want to be as I do the goal? Because sometimes and maybe too much, I complain and and I'm working on that. And sometimes I'm waking up and I want to get out of bed and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm overwhelmed with all of this crap that I have to do. And I'm doing it, I'm getting it done, but I could do it in a much better state. And I know that but it's like sometimes I'm, I'm unable to switch it. And I know that you must have, you know, just even with the clarity, like having that understanding, having it in clarity and writing it down, then you realize you have an option. You realize that you can go to the gym, for example, and train and hate it. You could, um, you know, go do a podcast, go through it and be like, oh, you know, one roadblock, another roadblock. Well, that's a part of it. Roadblocks are definitely going to be a part of it. So when you understand that, you can prepare mentally and who you want to be in that um, interaction, which is yes. so key. So maybe you can speak more about that if you wish. And then the follow-up question that I'm curious about, because I would love to hear your perspective on is the beliefs thing. Okay. So I've, I'm like, this is who I want to be. I want to get in shape. A lot of people struggle with the body and the body image. I want to get in shape, but I can't stop eating chicken wings and I can't, and I can't get my butt to the gym, right? I want to be successful, but I don't know how to do that. I know that I want to make the money here, but I, I'm afraid to make that first choice. So how do we start to get into a list of those uh, limiting beliefs and then install the more positive perspectives and who we want to be so we can move towards those, those goals? Yeah. Gosh, a lot to unpack there. Um, take it, take yeah. it. <laughs> Um, so, you know, how, how do you, how do you start eliciting and changing your limiting beliefs? You know, it's the, the whole pattern of consciousness is woven all through the life design curriculum. So we begin at the very beginning looking at, you know, the, the life assessment and then what are the beliefs that got, that created this? Uh, so it's stepping back and looking at it. And then when we take, take on goals to shore up your strong foundation. That's the, you know, the, the, what you're building your life on is your strong foundation. When we start taking on those goals, it's determining in advance what the way of being is going to be. So you start very early in the process getting trained in, oh wait, you know, you know I have teaching on use your mind to train your brain. And so what people understand is that part of what they have to unpack or rewire is their neurological programming that says, you know, I want to be healthy, but I eat chips all the time and I don't go to the gym. 
what I encourage people to say is I eat chips all the time. I have eaten chips all the time up until now. And today is a new opportunity to do that differently. Uh, I, I've never, I you know I've never faithfully gone to the gym up until now. So now I can create a new, di- a, a new experience. What is the belief that would need to support that? What's the desire that you have? What wants to get birth through you? So again, none of that's going to change if it's not grounded in who you came here to be. So we wouldn't even get to those life changes until people know their core values and know their personal mission. Once you have that, it's, I'm telling you, Matt, it's like something switches in people. Their face lights up, their body posture changes. And it's, there's this sense of like, wow, uh, you know, privilege, honor, and responsibility and duty, like all at the same time. It's such an honor to like have this life and be this being. Um, so just for an example, so for me, my, uh, my mission statement based on the core values of transformation of consciousness, uh, service, contribution, spiritual growth and joy and freedom. Those are some of my core values. What, how that gets turned into my mission statement is I'm a torchbearer for a vision of a world transformed, illuminating freedom, fulfillment, and passion, igniting the flame of infinite possibility for the human spirit. So because I now have given myself to that commitment of that mission statement, that determines how I behave. So take the fitness example. If I'm committed to being a torchbearer for a vision of a world transformed, I can't be walking around in a slug-like body that doesn't support my energy. So from that mission, it supports my well-being of playing basketball, playing racquetball, going to yoga classes, doing my daily meditation, experiencing my daily gratitude practice. So you constitute yourself as that being in everything that you do. So I'm in a difficult time in my personal life, that sandwich generation of raising a teenager and caring for an elderly mom. And if it weren't for my, my values and my mission and my vision of where my life wants, how God wants to express through me in my life, I would be get, getting eaten alive by the sandwich. But because I have this commitment and clarity about who I am, I can be in the midst of really challenging circumstances but still be clear on how I'm going to experience and express myself in life. Because it's not grounded in my circumstances. I don't want my being to be given to me from the outside in. That's a default life. Oh, my son's acting out. Gosh, I'm so stressed. I'm so upset. This is just awful. Oh, my mom is this. You know, so, oh, I have got so much note going on. No, this is who I am. And I bring this being of joy and freedom and fulfillment and passion Uh, and transformation of consciousness, spiritual growth, I bring that being to my circumstances. That's the, that's the life design difference. I'm not, I don't have to figure it out because I know who I am, what I care about, what I'm founding my life on and the direction that I'm going with my life, regardless of outside circumstances. All of that is, is really amazing. And you touched on a lot of great points there. The way that I understand it and I see the the massive, massive, massive shift is that we're not really taught in our culture or in our school system to figure out like who we really are or what we really want and how we really want to live. And it seems like you've distilled the elements that are most important to our character, our being, our way of life. And and when somebody goes through that process, you know, when I do coaching, I bet you it's like uh it's similar to what you do, but less, 
refined. I would, I would say I'll give you the more refined version and more detailed version, but it's exactly right. So it's interesting how many people that I'll work with will be like, um, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. You know what I mean? I'm in this job. I have no idea who I am or what I want to be. Ask him a series of questions and then two weeks later, they're like, oh, this is what I want because they've never given themselves that time to identify that. And what a special gift to empower people with uh, a feeling of a sense of purpose that yeah. they have created. And so many people feel like this is out of their reach, that they don't know how to find their purpose. What's the meaning of life? All of that right. kind of thing. And that is really sad. And when you're empowered, that's the best thing that you can do for all of humanity because that's going to be your unique expression. Right. That's going to be what you want to give to society, to the world, right. but and ultimately what you want to experience here and what you want to do. Right. We actually start, before we even do values, we start with life purpose. So we answer that question as well. So in life design, we distinguish between purpose and mission. Purpose is kind of a more global, like what is the purpose of humanity that I'm an expression of? And mission is my individual, if you will, God seed. How does God want to express through and as me? And when I say God, I really don't mean like the white man in the cloud with a beard. I mean the animating life force energy of the universe. How does, how does my animating life force want to express through and as me? That's really the question. And for purpose, we, what we, we actually teach life purpose in life design. You, you don't have to go discover your purpose. You, you, uh, you, you understand that the purpose of humanity is to grow in consciousness back to the divinity from which we've came. So we teach a consciousness model in life design where you know, most people are living in what we call stress and survival consciousness, like just getting by, like, damn, it's hard. And it's, you know, at survival, it's like, damn, it's hard. And like, screw it. I, I'm like, I can't be bothered. And we all have days or moments of that. It happens all the time, sure. And then you get up, it's like stress consciousness, like, damn, it's hard. I better get on it. I better get to work. Like the consciousness you wake up in in the morning, like, oh, I just want to, you know, have a blanket moment, you know, cover, <laughs> cover my face with a blanket because there's so much. Like that's how most of our culture is living. But as you continue to grow in consciousness, you have this experience that life just is. It's not hard or too much. Or it's like just life just is. You know, and I get to express myself through life. Life expresses through me. And when you realize that, you live with a sense of clarity, hope, optimism, and then, of course, transcending that into the highest levels of consciousness, just living with unconditional love and joy and peace and satisfaction. Now, look, none of your listeners are living there. I'm not living there. But that's what we can grow into. So we start in life design just teaching, like that's your purpose. If you're growing in consciousness from this kind of, you know, stressed out, overwhelmed slug into a person who's got clarity, hope, optimism, love, contribution, you know, giving yourself to life, you're fulfilling your purpose. But the question still remains, what are you going to do with your life? So that does, it, it kind of answers an existential question, but it doesn't answer the more practical question. Hmm. Again, there's so much there. What I think about now is, is there's so much out there about embodiment, right? You look at the spiritual communities and like, well, how do you embody this and, and your level of being and, and what you're sharing to me anyway, it's, it's 
the level of embodiment, life purpose, meaning, all those things that people ask, um, but with a little bit of a deeper understanding, a frame that is more empowering. Because what I found is like a life purpose is an end result. It's just like, oh, this is the purpose of my life. It's like more of a, an expression. It's just like a yeah. process. It's like a being because we don't know when it's going to end. And that's a challenging thing. But we do know, um, you know, I had a podcast a long time ago with Frank Ostaseski. I should have got him back on the show because it was a great podcast. But he, he is a co-founder of Zen Hospice. And he wrote a, a book called The Five Invitations. And it's basically a, after helping thousands of people cross to the other side, you know, understanding what their regrets were, what was most important to them, how they wanted to live their life. And it's such a, an important understanding because you, if you get to that point, and you are at your deathbed, you want to know, did you live a meaningful life? But how did you design that? How did you shape it? Because there's so much crap out there and there's so much fear out there and there's so much conditioning out there. You know, it's my view that mostly society is set up for you to go by default. It's like, here's your, you know, this is what you're going to wear. This is what's popular. This is what's unpopular. Uh, These are the jobs that are safe. Um, These ones are double safe. These ones are triple safe. So what you want to do is stack your squirrel nuts and you know what I mean? Don't go outside these comfort zones, but really, you know, that is missing the element of what you're talking about, the animating life force. And the thing that I like to invite people to to think about is like, you're way more powerful than you give yourself credit for. Oh, way. You know, you can create anything, but it's going to be ultimately up to you and you're going to have to step outside the comfort zone. But if oh, you man. can do that from a clear understanding of who you are, what's most important, uh, that is a very powerful proposition. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's, it, this is why I've committed my life to it. You know, just hearing like literally Matt. So I've got coaches that work for me. I also, so I, I deliver the life design course and book groups and individual, but I'm training coaches to deliver it as well. So at literally every day I get an email or a Facebook message from somebody telling me, you know, things like I just got one last week that said like, I've done so much personal development work and this just blew, blew the doors off anything I've ever done before in the scope and the breadth and the depth. And it has completely changed how I see myself, my direction of my life. So when you take all of these elements and you put it together in really a very simple step-by-step formula, it is very simple. It's not easy, but it's very, very simple. Uh, It gives people access to being who they came here to be. And there is no peace of mind. There is no personal power that is greater than knowing like, this is who I am. This is who I came here to be. And this is how I'm going to go fulfill on that in this phase and then and then this phase and then this phase of my life. It's, it's just a kick-ass way to live, man. Well, I think, yeah. And I think that again, what you're touching on, the most important thing is starting to ask those questions. You know what I mean? Like starting to ask those questions, figure out who you really are, because that's going to change your beliefs and it's going to change your actions. Um, so we only have a little bit of time left. And I know that your uh, work is very deep. So what I'd like to ask is like that next stage is a lot of people are, are struggling with overwhelm. They're struggling with productivity. They're struggling with too much choices. I think I struggle from this and I'd love to be more productive. So I'm excited to get through coming through the chaos because I need it. Yeah. Uh, what are your, some of your best tips for just uh, productivity and not feeling overwhelmed and, and being efficient? I always want to be efficient. And I'm always yeah. looking for the best way. So maybe you can speak on that a little bit. Yeah, sure. So this is all you know, great, great stuff from my Calming the Chaos book. And the, and the structures of productivity and efficiency and effectiveness are so necessary to fulfill on your life design. Because you can have this, you know, great life plan and this is who I am, this is who, you know, who I've come here to be, this is where I'm going with my life. But if you don't have the, both the mindset and the skill set 
to apply it efficiently and productively, you're just going to end up frustrated anyway. So these two, the work around productivity that I do and then life design, they really, really go hand in hand. So the best thing that you can do to enhance your productivity, and it sounds like so cliche, but it, it just hands down, it's, it's based in research. Uh, it's called a one-minute miracle. Uh, one minute of planning saves 12 minutes of unfocused activity. So when your day is not planned out, what happens is you get these open periods of time where you don't have meetings or something else that you have to do, and your brain goes blank. Like, uh, I've got so much to do. Uh, what am I going to do? So the best thing that you can do to enhance your productivity and efficiency is plan your day. Plan, and I don't, mean, I don't mean plan your meetings. What most people put on their schedule is face-to-face -face meetings. I've got a podcast with Jackie. I've got a meeting with, with so-and-so. And those meetings, those face-to-face -face requirements go on your schedule. And for most people, everything else lives in your head. And it's just a setup for failure or at best on a to-do list, which also is a setup for failure. Now, why is a to-do list a setup for failure? Most people have you know, to-do lists that are a mile long and free time that's two feet long, you know, available time to put it in. And then they go down that consciousness spiral of like, shit, what's the matter with me? What's the matter with me? I should get this all done. I look at them. They're getting things done. Why don't I get more done? There's nothing wrong with you. It's just you, you've underestimated how long each of these items takes and overestimate what you can actually accomplish in a given day. And then that creates a downward spiral. So the best thing you can do is do that brain dump of what do you want to accomplish this day, this week, this month, this year, whatever. Do a brain dump of what you want to accomplish. Look at each item translate it into time, like how much time is that actually going to take? Now, most people are dead wrong. So I would say double it, double it. Oh, that'll take me an hour. Schedule it for two. Because <laughs> really people have no idea how long things actually take because we're not trained in orienting ourselves toward time. We're trained in orienting ourselves towards tasks and to-dos. And when that's divorced from an understanding of the resource of time that we have to use, it becomes really just a nightmare of way, and this is what causes overwhelm, way more that we've committed to doing than we actually have available time and energy to do it. So do your brain dump of what you want to accomplish, say this week, put that all down on a list, translate each of those items into a time slot on your schedule of when you're going to do it, throw the list away. <laughs> you don't need a to-do list. You actually need to populate your schedule with what you need to do and then live your schedule. So without looking at my schedule, I, I, honest to God, I would not know what I'm supposed to do next. My head would go completely blank. Now, because I'm the one who's populated my schedule, you know, I'm the one telling me what to do, but I have to tell myself what to do in advance. Otherwise, I will be busy, but not productive. Everybody's busy. There's lots of things to do. But the question is, are you productive? Are you actually moving your projects, your plans, your initiatives from phase one to phase two to phase three into completion? Very few people actually do that. And it takes a lot more focused planning and preparation than people realize. So how you do that, do the brain dump, break the items down as much as you can, translate them into time, put that time on your schedule, and then live your life according to what you've planned and scheduled. Well, that's amazing, and I've definitely experienced the busy version. Um, I feel like yeah. most people have. I have an inventory in the book uh, the qualities and characteristics of busy juxtaposed to the qualities and characteristics of productive. And I have people go through that checklist, and 99% of the time, people are heavily weighted 
on the busy side, you know, stressed, overwhelmed, chaotic, reactive, uh, unclear, uncertain about direction. And then on the productive side, it's like, you know, planned, responsive, uh, organized, thoughtful, centered, optimized instead of stressed. Uh, and it's, it really is a qualitative difference between being productive and being busy. I think there's a whole chapter on it in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is really important stuff. Again, especially for me <laughs> right at this point in time, because uh, all the projects and things that I want to do, there's, there's a lot and I'm productive to a degree, but I know I could be a lot more. So yeah, you could just be more productive. Yeah. You are more. productive, man. You get things done. Your body looks great and you're taking care of your family and, you know, taking care of a lot of people with these podcasts. You're doing a lot. I uh, appreciate that. Well, I've, I always, I, I think I can be, I think I can, I know I can do more. So yeah. have, we have five minutes left. Okay. So you know that because I know okay. you're busy and got a lot of stuff. No, so, never busy, please, always productive. Right. <laughs> do you use a specific scheduling software or anything that helps you? Nope. Does any planner will people do? Say the, you know, people ask me, well, what apps do you use? I say it's not the app, it's the application. Mm. So I use iCal just because I use a Mac computer. And uh, so iCal is there. Uh, my, my spouse uses Google uh, Calendar and we merge and sync our family calendar onto both of them. So the, the app is not the key. The application is the key. Right. Okay. So this one's going to be longer. Let's see if you can wrap it up in two or three minutes. But this is an example, right? So for, for me personally, what do you recommend? I have like other books I want to write. I want to write a course. I want to do like all these big vision things. And I can see yep. them. I've written some of them down. Yep. Um, and I got to write them in my journal. The, then the challenge that I face sometimes is a lot of it's like mental. So I've got all these tasks that the like uploading podcasts, things like that it takes a lot more time. You're right. And it's always a pain in the butt, but then I code, let's say an hour of creative time to write or to, um, do you have any suggestions for like an artist? What I think would go through this, right? They have all these ideas, how to pick of like the 20 good ones, you know, get that one. And then once it's time to execute, to be in a, in an empowered state, right? Because so many people wait until, Oh, I'm creative now. Now I'm going to do the film. Oh, I'm creative now. Now I'm going to write or do the painter. I'm going to do the thing. So can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, I, gosh, I don't mean to sound like I'm uh, giving a plug, but I would say do the life design course because it's going to ground all of that creativity and the I want to, I want to, I want to. See, here's the thing we learned in life design is you can do anything, but you can't do everything at the same time. So, uh, so what we do in life design is we take all of that creativity and I have people just do this enormous brain dump of what's possible for you over the next three to five years. And then we take that vision of what's possible. See, most people overestimate, listen to this, Matt, this is important. Most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in three to five. So you know, if I were working with you, I would say, just do that brain dump, literally get it all down on paper and then decide what is it? How does, you know, in my language of life design, how does God want to express through and as you right now? What are those things that you're going to be doing right now? Uh, that becomes your uh, goals. Then your goals become your schedule. So some of them, you know, say for the most part, given all, all that you've gone on, you could maybe pick two, maybe three of those. And you start, and you populate your calendar with those two or three, go, you know, vision areas. Break them down and break them down into goals, and put them on your calendar. What happens when you actually train yourself to live that way is you end up getting into such a momentum and such a flow that I mean, this is liter a literal example. I did this with a client a few years ago, and he accomplished his annual goals in the first quarter. In the first quarter. 
So when you're living in this high consciousness state with clarity and sense of purpose and direction, it accelerates things. So you actually end up getting so much more done because things show up and the, the barriers, the procrastination, the head junk gets, is just gone and you're, it's like, let's go. So what you're able to accomplish in a shorter period of time is extraordinary. So again, just to make it succinct, do a brain dump decide, you know, for say the next three to five years. But again, you know, I worry a little bit about just having people go do that. Cause when it's not grounded in who I am, who I came here to be, what my life purpose and mission is, I think you're, you know, kind of pissing in the wind, but go for it. You know, you have a good sense of who you are, but I, so I think that foundation work is really important. I never start with vision. I never start with vision, but because you asked that question, I would do a brain dump, pick those two or three things, break them that you can work on now. What are you going to do now? Pick those two or three things, break those into specific actions that we can watch the video of you doing it. That's how we know it's an action. We can watch the video of you doing it, then take those specific actions and put them in your calendar and then live your life that way. If you did that for the next three to six months, you would have so much momentum. You wouldn't need to talk to me about this anymore. Awesome. Well, I appreciate all that. And the way that I kind of frame what you're saying that I think is important is that we all have personality types and my personality type is, is very strong in vision, big picture thinking, creativity, yeah. less strong in that side. Yeah. And so yeah. it seems like the course kind of buttons all those things up and not all people are aware of their strengths and weaknesses. And so when you have all those processes, you can see, um, and, and just, you know, create a tool or a training or learning or understanding of what needs to be improved so you can get to that next level. But there's there's always a way. So um, again, this was an amazing podcast. So much useful, practical information. I love it. Thank you for coming on the show. Where can people find more about you, Life Design Course, all your work? Good. Yeah. So a couple of things. I want people to know the book that you showed, The Calming the Chaos. People can actually get that for free. We're just paying shipping. So that's calmingthechaos-book.com, calmingthechaos-book.com. And um, it's a free giveaway. Uh, there's a little webinar there that people can watch and just uh, pay for the shipping. And I will pop that out to you. Uh, I'll sign it myself if you'd like it, my signature on it. So, you know, and that is going to teach you all these productivity structures that we covered in the last part of this call. And thank you for asking that question. Um, people can reach me at uh, JackieWoodside.com. And the life design course is Imagine the life design course.com, the life design course.com. Uh, you'll find me there. You'll also find my coaches. And, um, you know, what I most want to say to people, because this is my biggest passion, Matt, this is my legacy work. I am training coaches and how to deliver this work. And there's nothing more gratifying for me than watching my coaches. I've got coaches who are bringing this to teens, life design for teens happening next month. I've got uh, a woman who's an African-American conservative evangelical Southern Baptist from you know, down South, bringing this to a community that would never in, probably embrace me and who I am and the way that I think and the way that I speak in their theology and their approach to life. She completely gets it and is making that bridge into a community of people that I'm probably never gonna reach. Um, you know, I've got people taking this into different parts of the world. I now have two people who speak Spanish who are uh, part of the community. So I'm excited about that. So I most want to say this for me, you know, I'm committed to creating a world where love prevails, where people are living in the consciousness of their God self, their highest essence, their highest effervescent self. So if you've ever had any inclination of all of like, could I coach people? The answer is yes. And you don't have to figure it out or make it up. Like just use this curriculum, walk people through the steps after you've done it yourself, of course. And 
it is a life-changing experience for people. I just ran a coach community call last night and listening to my coaches talk about the changes in their lives and now their clients' lives. I'm just really happy, Matt. And it's uh, it's a delightful thing. So those are the three places to find me. Productivity work, uh, calmingthechaos-book.com, life design, the life design course.com, the, you have to add that word in there, life design course.com. And you can, of course, find me, jackiewoodside.com. Amazing. Well, I love it. And yeah, you're definitely an expert in the field. Like I said, I've, I've looked at your work and the way that you've broken it down and the way that you're able to articulate it. And I know from doing probably a fraction of that course with many people, how powerful just one element can be. It just shifts because we're just not taught this. And these are all of the uh, fundamental underlying things that are really important to understand about ourselves and how we navigate life. So um, it sounds amazing. Um, and just thank you so much for coming on the show. I always appreciate connecting with you. So, uh, thank, thank you, man. And listen, I really want to acknowledge you for what a difference you're making in people's lives and, uh, uh, you know, the, the quality of content that you put out and the energy that you bring to it, your commitment to it is just extraordinary. So, you know, my prayer is that you get blessed tenfold for the work that you're doing for the world. I appreciate that. Thank you. Right back at you. All right. Cool. Love you, bro. Yeah, I love you too. Thanks guys for watching. See you the next yeah. one. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the incredible Jackie Woodside. I hope that you enjoyed that episode. It was full of so much practical wisdom. I know that I learned a lot, and uh, I really enjoy staying in touch with Jackie. I've just almost finished her book, Calming the Chaos. It is a fantastic book for productivity. Really amazing. It's so so straightforward, so value-based, and so practical. Whenever I learn something about personal development, spirituality, mindset, I need it to be practical, and I need it to give me a tool or a system that I can apply to actually experience the changes, and everything she educates on does that. So it's a fantastic book. Check it out, Calming the Chaos. Um, JackieWoodside.com, I think, is her website where you can find that. And yeah, thank you guys for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please share it. Share it on Instagram. Tag me at Matt Belair. Share on Facebook. Share on Reddit. Share everywhere. It really helps. Thank you to my patrons. Thank you to you guys who have left a review. For those of you guys who are interested in coaching, training, or speaking, make an inquiry. Matt at zenathlete.com. I love hearing from you guys. I would love to work with you. So just let me know and we will sort something out no matter what the uh, circumstance is. And I think that wraps it up. want to make that announcement again that there's going to be some courses and there's going to be a membership Something will be dropping in 2020. I have to figure out what exactly that is, but I'm lining it up for January 1st, and I'm going to give all of my email list first crack at all the special stuff. that this, I'm going to do all that stuff, but I'm going to make sure that it's good. So I need your feedback to know what you want to learn, uh, what, what you want to hear more of, any feedback on the podcast, anything that you want me to create. Uh, 2020, I do need to create a premium membership or something so that I can monetize this podcast and my baby gets closed because... One thing about being a dad is you got to make sure that your baby has clothes and sandwiches and all those types of things. And so my plan is to give you such amazing value that uh, I can support my family and do the podcast full time and just bring you absolutely phenomenal guests. So thank you guys for all of your support. I appreciate you. I hope that you're well. And let's close this up by coming to a state of peace and coherence. So wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries and filling yourself with peace, joy, contentment, inspiration, motivation, enthusiasm, confidence, and ready to take on the rest of the day. So thank you so much for listening, sending you massive hugs through the airwaves, and we will see you in the next episode.